Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so that means it's Travel Tuesday. And I'm Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And we are talking this week about Seattle. Yay, Seattle. So last week we were in Portland. Uh, And this week we'll be in Seattle. We actually stayed just outside of Seattle at Lake Pleasant RV Park. That was in Bothell. Yeah. Um, So just outside, not really far, kind of out of the traffic, out of the fray of Seattle. It was, which was nice because that traffic is a killer. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. I mean, L.A., you know, we had horrible traffic, but um, Seattle was going to rival that. It was for serious. Um, so anyway, it was, it was fine, but, um, the RV park was out of the way. So that was good. And we could get to like basic everyday stuff without having to, you know, go right downtown and fight everything. Um, and then we got to check out some different towns around the area as well. Um, so the first day that we got there, we actually went into downtown, um, just to check it out and see what it was. This was actually my first time to Seattle. You hadn't been before either, right? No, I hadn't. My first time. Yeah, so we really wanted to kind of get in and see what it was all about. Really, we're looking forward to Seattle. Um, but we went to Le Pichet, and it, it just wasn't for us. We had a bad experience. I think it was just an off night. Um, a friend had recommended it and said that it was usually pretty good. So I don't want to throw it completely under the bus, but it just, for some reason, did not work out that night for us. But we went around the corner to Pink Door. Um, and that was actually a pretty good meal. Um, it's a neat little area. It's down a little alley and they had a burlesque show going on, like some trapeze stuff and whatever. It was just like a fun, neat little atmosphere. Um, and we had some really good prosciutto and mozzarella. They did some meatballs. They had kind of an interesting take on lasagna. Um, that was really neat. It was sort of deconstructed and, and didn't well, have I any. Think, I think it had pesto. Yeah, it, it didn't too. have any red sauce. It was quite so good though. It was really good. So. Anyway, it was kind of nice at the end of travel day. Um, And then we actually had family come and join us. My parents came up and met us. We were going to take a cruise while we were um, here. And we're going to talk about that next week as our cruise to Alaska. But uh, we're doing all of Seattle in this one show. But anyway, they came up to stay um, and watch the dogs and all that while we did our trip. So And so we could have some family time, too. But we picked them at the airport, and their flight kept getting delayed. Uh, and then I think they were supposed to get in at like 1030 or 11 and we ended up getting them about one. And do you know that airport was so busy? Like it might as well have been one o'clock in the afternoon. It was packed. I guess everybody's taking the light flights out there. I was shocked. I've never seen it like that. Usually, you know, you go in and in fact, you just recently had a flight and I picked you up at like 1am and there was like nobody there. Um, but anyway, that was a little crazy. So um, that was kind of a wild start to their, their little vacation. But anyway, so just be aware the airport's always kind of packed. Um, and then I think we discovered like a little old fashioned drive-in place. It's Dick's drive-in. I won't say that it's a hundred percent real food, but I will say that it's much better than any kind of, you know, fast food restaurant that, that I'm aware of. Um, you know, everything's made there fresh and they, you know, have, buns and stuff from a local bakery of course you can get it bunless as well 
Um, and yeah, then, they sit there and slice the fries right in front yeah, of you. Yeah, and, and you know, and it's done in sunflower oil, and you know, just a lot better than a lot of places. Not something I want to eat every day, but definitely, I mean, I guess I could because it's really tasty, but <laughs> for health reasons, probably not a great idea. Um, so anyway, so we discovered that, and that was really fun to do with my parents, and, and my dad had a lot of really good memories of some places that he, you know, frequented when he was a teenager, and I mean, it's that kind of a feel of like an old-fashioned, you know, like 50s drive-in, um, the prices are exceptional, you know, very low, and anyway, it was just kind of a fun memory for them, so, um, anyway, and then we went into, uh, Pike's. Pike's Market. Of course, you got to go to Pike's. What's not to love about that? Um, you know, we wanted to go down for some chowder. We wanted to go check out Beecher's, which is a, a fabulous um, cheese company. They do really good cheese curds. They have food there, too, but we were really after the cheese curds. Um, and we wanted to see the flying fish, you know, at the market. And that was really fun. And, you know, I mean, one of those things that you just have to see. Um, and we discovered Rachel's ginger beer while we were over there, and we love ginger beer. It's, you know, ginger ale. It's not alcoholic. Um, but they had um, actually cocktails that they could make with that there, and then they also had different flavors of the ginger beer um, that were really inventive, really cool, you know, unique flavors. And so they have a little store, and you can just, like, go in and, you know, grab a ginger beer, grab a cocktail, whatever, and just sit and hang out. Um, I think they even had growlers that you could buy of the different flavors, which is really cool. So that was kind of a fun find down in the market area. Um, it's actually just outside. It's not like right inside the market, in the farmer's market. It's just outside. Yeah, just right down the little street there. Yeah, it's actually kind of close to Pink Door, the restaurant that we talked about before. So um, anyway, and then that chowder, what was the name of the chowder place that we went? It was Pike's Place Chowder. Yeah. I think so. I yeah. think that was it, yeah. And um, my parents had actually been there before and loved it. It was very good. They had an assortment. We really just wanted to try it. Um, it was not our main meal of the day. So we got just, you know, like a little sampler and tried the different ones. And I, I think the seafood chowder was probably my favorite. It was really yeah, good. that was my favorite, yeah, too. Yeah, definitely good. Um, but, you know, clam. And then they had, um, like, a lobster bisque. And they have different ones all the time. So, anyway, that was really good. And then we... Um, Went over to the Chihuly Museum to the the glass uh, exhibit and yeah, the glass wow. sculptures. Wow, 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 wow! Amazing. Such a Chihuly fan. Anyway, you know I love um, glass. I love blown glass. It's just so amazingly beautiful, and the colors are amazing. Um, but this is really such a cut above. So you go in and. Um, it's it's like a museum. They have different, you know, installations, and it's just mind-blowing. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. And just the shapes and the colors and the way the, the lights, you know, glint off the glass. And then you get to go out into the garden. Um, and the gardens are really cool because the glass is, like, part of nature. Um, so you've got, like, say, purple flowers, and then there's these really amazing, like, purple spikes you know, of glass that are done in there. And then one, one photo we got, I think I shared it on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, go and follow us on Instagram. Cause that's where we share all of our, um, travel photos and it's Instagram.com slash real food, whole health, really easy to find. Um, but anyway, I shared a photo. It was like a, a glass 
sphere, um, like a ball. And we, where it was in the garden, we got the most perfect reflection of the space needle in the glass. It was so cool. Yeah, the sun was at the right angle and everything. Oh, for it was that. just so it cool. Really worked out neat. Yeah, I love that. And you know, right where you are, I mean, this this museum in the gardens, they're right at the base of the Space Needle. So there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of good photos and just seeing kind of everything all at once. There's a big park over there. There's kind of a lot to do in one area. I think it's Volunteer Park um, that's there. But anyway, it was just really neat. And, you know, the exhibits are just stunning. And they have these chandeliers that um, line a corridor outside. It's between the museum and, and the gardens. And, oh, my gosh, just the colors, just bright red, bright lime green, you know, bright blue, everything shining in the sun and just really amazing. Like to think about those shapes and what it takes to blow each individual piece of glass and put it together. Um, there's a little room there that they do like a movie screening, like a little free movie about um, Chihuly, Dale Chihuly and all of his work and, and the creation of this and the installations that he's done around the world because he's actually done amazing things like these glass globes that I'm talking about, like floating down rivers and different areas. And I mean, it was really cool. So definitely check it out. It's not to be missed. Um, and then we walked through the park and went over to Triumph Bar. And Triumph Bar was actually a really fun surprise. Yeah, we weren't sure what we were getting into, but they had really quality stuff and yeah. very inventive flavors. Really sourced well, farm to table, um, you know, made from scratch, great cocktails. We actually went kind of a late lunch, early dinner, and, and did a little happy hour. We were with my parents, and uh, so, yeah, great cocktails, really fresh ingredients, you know, house-made bitters and the real cherries and the whole thing so anyway um very nice um and then the next day was actually my birthday and um so we just actually did dinner at home and had a birthday cake and all kinds of things it was kind of a fun little celebration um and then for father's day which was like two days later um, we ended up going over to Wildfin American Grill. Again, you know, our choices were a little different this trip because we had people with us and, and people with differing tastes. So we wanted to go places that would kind of, you know, work for our, our diet and lifestyle and work for theirs and their preferences. So Wildfin was really kind of a nice mix. And it was actually close to um, a place that we were going to see a classic car show. So it worked out really well, and we actually had some really good food there, some fresh seafood and some chowder, and I feel like we ate a lot of chowder, but... <laughs> of course. Yeah, um, fresh oysters, and um, I don't usually do them raw. I do them, like, baked, like Rockefeller or whatever. And then, you know, we were able to cobble together some, like, meat and veggies, and, you know, most places will accommodate that. So um, that was really good, and then um, and everybody liked what they had. Uh, service was nice and all of that. And then we went to the classic car show and that was cool. And I was totally expecting like, you know, a few cars, but it was huge. They just kept going. It was yeah. like four blocks. Yeah. Just one after another after another. And that was fun. My dad's like totally into cars. So that was really a good thing to do for Father's Day um, and really interesting. So that was definitely um, th I find that like in the Pacific Northwest, there's really a lot of classic car enthusiasts because you could see them driving around um you know on the weekends like on the roads and certainly some of the side roads and whatever i mean it's a picturesque area 
So it totally makes sense to drive around in an awesome car and sightsee. So um, anyway, that was pretty neat. Um, and then later we went over to Woodenville and we went to Woodenville Whiskey Company and did a tasting. Um, and that's an artisanal local producer of, you know, whiskey bourbon. I think they had some rye whiskey. Yeah, um, they had a few different varieties there. They were all pretty good. They were all pretty good. Yeah. And everybody was really nice. So that was kind of a fun little diversion. Again, it was Father's Day. My father's into bourbon. We're into bourbon. So it just sort of worked out uh, well. Um, and then not far from there is Chateau St. Michel. And you may be familiar with Chateau St. Michel, that name, because it's, you know, a wine that's available pretty much all around the country, all around the U.S., and, and I'm not sure where else. But um, anyway, it's kind of a big winery, and, and they offer fabulous tastings, and their grounds are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, really stunning. Oh, there. really great. And I hear that they do a lot of, like, live music events and all kinds of things like that. They have, you know, picnics and just events all the time. So anyway, we went and kind of hung out and we were getting there just as they were closing oh my the gosh. tasting room. Yeah, so we had to be fly aware. That. Yeah, yeah, be aware that the tasting room does close earlier than you may think. I want to say it was around four or five. And they're serious about that time. They're very serious about that. So um, they actually only take the last tasting maybe 15 minutes before. Anyway, we barely were able to squeak in, but they've got a couple of different areas. One that they do kind of the their, you know, basic line tasting, and then they have kind of a room with the premium um, tastings. And so those are different and are ordered at different locations. Um, and so we had to kind of split up and grab some stuff from one room and another room and meet back at a table. But anyway, we made it work. Just FYI, don't go close to closing because you might not get to taste what you want to taste. Um, but everything that we had was actually really lovely. And I want to say everything was estate grown, but I'm not totally sure on that. There might have been some that were, you know, blended from other estates, but everything was really lovely. Um, and then they have a great gift shop. Um, we actually discovered the Friends um, chocolate truffles there. We wanted to get those while we were downtown Seattle. Anyway, my mom had heard about these, you know, salted caramel truffles um, with like smoked sea salt and gray salt and just all kinds of wonderful ingredients. Very clean, very nice. Um, no, no corn syrup or anything nasty like that. And it was... Um, totally delicious like i'm actually kind of glad we didn't go to the main store because i think we would have like bought them out of truffles um <laughs> but just being able to get a couple there at um chateau saint michel was great and that was like a fun little surprise for my parents um so that was great and then uh that whole area there's so much going on in woodenville there's really a lot of restaurants around there there's other tasting rooms definitely not too far from you know Bothell or um or Seattle or some of those surrounding areas so really worth a check out um and then we went to um Cafe Campania in Seattle and that's actually downtown again that's down by Pike's Place and oh my goodness that was great it's a French inspired bistro Amazing. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong with French. That, oh, that was my really goodness. something. Yeah, really good. I mean, we always do like a, a an escargot if it's available, especially if it's a classic preparation with, you know, butter and garlic and parsley. I mean, what's not to love about that? Um, and then we had some roast chicken, and I don't think anybody does roast chicken like the French. Like, they mm -hmm. just have it so down. 
on how to get that crispy skin and just really, really delicious. The lovely jus. Yeah. yeah, always the jus and then the, um, you know, there's always potatoes with it because you have to. Um, and then whatever veggies were going on there, I know that we had some really lovely salad and um, I think there was even like some soup. It was just so good, really, really good. And then we had to end with the hot chocolate with Chantilly cream. And that's really quite a presentation. Um, I highly recommend that if you go. Um, and then another day we went to Rachel's Ginger Beer again. I told you that we loved it. They actually have another location. It's on the other side of town. I can't tell you exactly where, but um, just look up Rachel's Ginger Beer. And I think that one even had a sign that was just like RGB. Um, so you kind of have to know what you're looking for, but really good. Definitely worth it. Um, and then we kind of did a major touristy thing. It's kind of not characteristic for us, but we went on the Ferris wheel um, that's there at the end of the downtown. Yeah, basically right over the water. Yeah, right over the water. It is so fun. It's a, a Ferris wheel with gondolas, so it's all enclosed. And, um, you know, so you're not, like, out there hanging, like, at a carnival, like an open-air thing. It is a gondola. And we actually went late at night. Um, I think it stops yeah. at 10. We got there just before they closed, too. Yeah, I want to say that we were there at maybe, like, 9 o'clock. And I really recommend that. I mean, I'm sure that the view during the day is also spectacular. And I'm sure sunset's amazing. Um, but I'm sure it's very popular. We actually yeah. ended up being the only two in our gondola, which was awesome because it can fit, like, eight. And that would have been really too crowded. I mean, I think four would have been fine. Six would have been extra cozy. Um, and you would hope for sort of small people or something because it was, you know, some kids or something in there because it was really cozy. Um, but being just that it was so late, we were able to do the two of us. And that was so nice. It was like our own private little Ferris wheel. So, um, anyway, it's a little bit pricey, but I think it's worth it. It's not something you're going to do all the time. It's not extraordinarily expensive. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it wasn't like $2 a person. It was like 20 or something, but it was, um, it was really cool. And then the view is amazing. You know, like I said, I'm sure during the day it's great, but at night, you know, we were, you know, we could watch the, the darkness come across the land and you can see the islands out there and then the bridges start lighting up and the moon's coming up. I mean, it really was lovely. Um, so I'm glad that we did that. Um, and then we went over to the knee high stocking company speakeasy for a quick little nightcap and knee high stocking company is kind of a cute thing. Like it's a super quaint, small place. They have really good, like prohibition era cocktails yeah, no signage or no anything. signage you have to know exactly what you're looking for um when you walk up to the door there's like a little bitty plaque of a sign i mean obviously they want people to come there but it's just kind of that allure of you know the old-fashioned speakeasies where you really had to know what you were looking for and you know you have to ring the bell and they say can i help you and you say yeah i'm here for a drink and then they let you in so Anyway, it's um you don't have to know any kind of secret handshake or password or anything. But um anyway, so that was kind of a fun little thing. It was kind of in a a wacky area. We were not really sure we were gonna find it, but anyway we did. Um and I posted a picture of the door on our Instagram. So again, if you're following us, you have a one up on what it looks like and how to find it. Um 
And then we actually have some friends that live in Seattle, and um, her husband is a chiropractor, so we were able to get in with him and get a nice adjustment. Of course, it's been a little bit of a change on our road trip, you know, not being with our regular chiropractor um, up in Maine. And so we uh, have been finding fabulous chiropractors all over the country and seeing them as we travel. So that was great to get an adjustment. And then went to the Botanical Garden, the Seattle Botanical Gardens, and, and specifically the Japanese Garden, which is always sort of my favorite. Um, but that was really lovely and so much to see. I mean, really plan to spend quite a lot of time going through all the different botanical gardens, uh, but you can kind of pick your favorites as well if you have just a short time. It's easy to get in and out. Um, and then I went over to Madison Park area and had lunch at Bell Epicurean, just a really great place that you can take, uh, you can take to go if you want, or they have a few seats, um, but everything's made there. It's sort of French inspired, but I think they have a few other options, but it seemed to be sourced really well and, you know, made there. So that day it worked out well for me and it was very close to where I was and on the way back. Um, and then I think the next day was actually... Um, Pride. It was the Pride Parade, and we'd missed that in San Francisco, and so decided to go down in Seattle. And oh my goodness, it was quite the event. So crazy down oh there. Oh my gosh, really crazy. People everywhere. Yeah, we didn't last really long. <laughs> it was pretty wild. We grabbed a quick bite to eat. I think we had some Indian food. Um, it was all right, not you know spectacular, but we had some Indian food, and then went and did pride and it was really a scene like definitely some characters definitely some you know wild outfits and whatever and I think a lot of the people were just like hey I'm gonna try to be weird for the sake of being weird it wasn't like I'm artistic and creative and whatever it was just a little more forced um in some sense in some situations and so I was kind of like meh not buying it but anyway um we didn't last for long it was too crowded so many people traffic was insane um but anyway they had painted the streets with you know rainbows on the crosswalks and you know everybody was into it they had flags everywhere and like lights and so I mean in that sense it was neat to see the community coming together and and they had like a whole um market area with different booths and whatever but wasn't necessarily our scene so we just decided okay like we've seen it we've been here like we'll move on um I got some fun pictures of you know some of the crazy outfits and the rainbow crosswalks and stuff like that but anyway um and that was kind of like mostly our time in Seattle we yeah next day we were heading up north yeah we were heading up to Bellingham um but like I said next week I'm going to go ahead and cover the Alaskan cruise. So we did that kind of in the middle of our Seattle trip, but it makes more sense to sort of cover it separately. Um, so that's what we'll cover next week, and then we'll pick back up with um, Northern Washington. So anyway, uh, thanks so much for joining in today. I know that um, sometimes you're multitasking as you're listening, and if you want any of the links or anything to what we've talked about for the restaurants or websites or events, go to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com. Under podcasts, under episodes, find today's episode and you'll find all the show notes, including links to everything that we talked about. So thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Thanks so much for joining us today, and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.